Yes, guys, hello. Welcome to the post-match review of the Chelsea-Tottenham game uh, in the Premier League. Um, absolute shambles. But before we get into things, Joe, thanks for joining me. Um, just to start off with your main thoughts on the game. Did you think the three points were deserved Chelsea? And um, obviously, we'll talk about that decision a little bit later. Chelsea deserved the win, but football can be a cruel game sometimes. Obviously... I, you know, harshly ruled out a goal. And then the guy that does it kind of puts the final nail, final nail in the coffin. Um, Chelsea are the much better team. The, you know, the difference in class is kind of night and day. It's embarrassing, really, in that regard. But um, it was a game that I don't think you'll mind me saying that Tottenham fans weren't really expecting to win. And it would be kind of, if they got a result, then that would be great. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. three losses to Chelsea in 18 days isn't ideal. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Three losses in 18 days, exactly. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, that's one loss every six days. That means we're losing to Chelsea every week at the moment. Obviously, we played them twice in the cup. I understand that. But, I mean, I agree. I, don't, I didn't expect to win the game. I certainly didn't expect to get absolutely messed over by the referee, VAR. I mean, why is VAR not looking at that? I don't know. Um, I thought that's what we have it there for, for controversial decisions or goals that potentially could stand when they... Um, when the referee decides that there's a push or there's a foul in the build-up, that's what the VAR is meant to look at. It's meant to look at clear and obvious errors, and that is a clear and obvious error. Harry Kane's arm is fully extended, and then it touches the back of Thiago Silva. You can't push someone when your arm is fully extended unless you're moving your body into it, and he clearly didn't. I mean, it's basic, like, it's not even science. It's just basic, like, just common sense. And that's what annoys me. That's what annoys me, because you can clearly see... Even the replays on Sky Sports, Gary Neville's even going nuts. Um, he's not pushed him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Next seat, welcome on yeah. in. Inakal, Inakal, Vyout, Conte back. Uh, what a shit game, exactly. Uh, just, yeah, Joe, I'll let you talk about this decision, but this is what's annoying me. I mean, I'm not saying Chelsea didn't deserve to win 90 minutes, they were the better team, but, you know, if we got that goal, you never know what could have happened in that game. And I know it's what if all the time with Spurs, but. Let's be honest, like that's a legitimate goal. I'm pretty sure those Chelsea fans will agree with me as well. Yeah, if, if you'd have scored that, you would have gone in with a break one nil up and it would have been all like, you know, the momentum would have been with everyone. Um, would have been a completely different game. Chelsea even under the cosh coming out second half. You'd have something to defend. But, you know, it, it's not just the fact the goal didn't count. The fact that it got ruled out in that way and the Spurs got, got so screwed over in a way, just kind of, you know, everyone was depleted. Everyone was upset. Everyone was, I thought it was going to be another battle of the bridge after that. It was a weird one. I, the rules, are, they can overturn decisions, decisions like that. But because the referee gave the foul, it's one of those, now it, with the rules, that are, they're meant to kind of wait. Obviously, they're meant to make decisions. But if he'd, if he'd have let the goal stand and kind of thought this might be a foul, they can then look at that, the VAR, and he can overturn the decision then. But mm. I think if he'd have given the goal, it wouldn't have been clear and obvious enough for it to be overturned. And then likewise, him giving the foul, it's kind of his discretion and something that that much of a big decision. I don't think the VAR want to then load all the pressure on the referee. It's the shambles. It's all instead of actually doing what's right for the game, what decisions are right. You know, if this is correct or this isn't, they do, they do it to basically bail out the referees. They they want to kind of deflect away from unnecessary hate. But ironically, but, it causes more. But that's I agree with you saying they're trying back the referee. But what's the point of having VAR if you're that's not going to correct the errors? Like. Referees are human; they can make mistakes. He's made a mistake, so let the VAR intervene and correct the mistake. And it's not happening. It's not. As I, I, I say it time and time again, I, I honestly feel like it helps the the big teams, the classic top four, if you like. Like 
it it does and whether you agree or not I, I'm I'm sorry this is just another example we'll see another example next week if this VAR is staying it has to be consistent it has to be consistent on offside um rulings it has to be consistent on pushes to the best possible chance and the fact he's not even looked at it that's what's annoyed me it's not even gone to VAR I I don't understand I don't understand if there's a legitimate goal the Spurs players are all surrounding the rest saying you've got to look at that and no one's looked at it what what is the why do we have VAR it's strange because watching the Liverpool game earlier it wasn't a penalty in my opinion I'm a Liverpool fan and I watched it and I was like that's not getting given and the more time went on I was like wow they might actually give this and they did but that one, there was kind of a case of mm, he kind of got fouled, but the ball was going out, and it was you could argue it either way. With this one, it was zero tolerance. There was no way it was a foul. It was the most slightest of touches for a big centre half. There's no way he should be going down like that, in my mm. opinion. You know, if he, he goes down like that as his fault, he's got to stand his ground. It was so minuscule, and it was actually because he misjudged Kane's run. He misjudged where the pass was going. It was his error, and by he atoned for it to go down like that and got very lucky. That's what it was. You know, Gary Neville was saying that commentary, you know, he's been clever. He's been lucky. He shouldn't be able to get away with being clever and stopping a clear and legitimate goal. Yeah, exactly. I I don't understand it. It, It's spot on, Joe. I don't even know what to say in response to that. Kagetis in here says, only we would lose to Chelsea four times in one season, scoring a grand total of zero. It's just embarrassing, really. Um, And I believe that's us beat them home and away now in the league. Um, home and away we lost 3-0 at home we lost 2-0 away so that's 5-0 on aggregate in the league Um, and then we lost 3-0 on aggregate so we've lost we conceded 8 goals against Chelsea and not scored in 4 games it's absolutely embarrassing but disgraceful decision like you said and like we're saying um, Asia's goal should have stood Um, get out you guys are well hope you're doing well mate thanks for joining as always Uh, next if we played a hundred times against Chelsea, would never get them as well as on midfield. I mean, I was on um, the Irish Hotspur before before the game, and um, his channel, and there was a stat of uh, fifty nine times we played Chelsea in the Premier League now, seven wins. I mean, that is shocking. Seven wins in sixty games. We were meant to be like on a similar level to Chelsea. It's, it's not even near. And this is what I mean. Like they're bringing on N'Golo Kante, world-class midfielder. Mm. I would argue, I was saying to my family, I was saying they're, he's in the top five midfielders in the world for me, N'Golo Kante, on his day. And they're bringing him off the bench. With all due respect, we're bringing on Brian Hill, Ollie Skip and Sergio Regulon. I mean, I just don't get it. Doherty played 90 minutes. He's just not up to the standard of quality. Lucas was off it today. Um, he didn't start. Though. I was surprised Lucas didn't start. To be fair, to give credit where it's due, Bergwijn I don't think Bergwijn had a bad game. Bergwijn um, was our best player, in my opinion, um, other than probably... Dyer wasn't even think... back to his best. Um, there's not even much to say about Tottenham, really, today. I mean, there really isn't. Winks looked sloppy at times, kept giving the ball away, poor passes forward. He made a good solo run in the first half and then a terrible, terrible shot on target. But, you know... At least he doesn't keep turning back. But without keep focusing on how poor we were, like, at the end need of the day... You need leaders in that team. You haven't, you've got one in goal and you've got one up front, but in between that, you've got nothing, in my opinion. You know, Hoiberg is a good Ho- asset, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I think Hoiberg can be sort of that leader, but at the same time, he's, he, he was good against Leicester. He was very good, but today, not good again. Um, but then again, Jorginho and Kovacic, you know, they're brilliant midfielders. It's very hard to sort of beat them um, like for like. 
Uh, it just me, or does it feel like we always get d- getting done by VAR moments? The only time VAR has ever helped us is in that Champions League quarterfinal against Man City, and uh, what was the other one? And and the Man City um, Premier League game. It always seems to be against Man City. It helps. See it. Uh, Regulon didn't come on. It was Lucas. Um, I just, I remember Regulon coming on. Uh, maybe I'm just yeah. Matter, Your opinion yeah. when you saw Delia yeah. uh, the Shoot, shoot for a tick. Well, yes, I saw this. I saw this. So I, I don't actually understand what he means, but I do understand what he means because I saw it. So basically, um, on this point, so it's half time. Everyone's raging about the um, raging about the fact that we've um, should have had a goal um, that was legit. Mm-hmm. And Deli Ali is on TikTok posting himself doing filters as a giraffe and a zebra on TikTok what, while his team are playing. Swear on my life, he's posted wow. while Spurs are playing on TikTok, and all the comments are just like Delhi. You know, we're playing like Head what is going yet. on with you. So he's like, he doesn't care about football. He certainly doesn't care about Tottenham. And um, that's poor. That's really poor. That's really poor. I mean, if he has an agent, which he obviously does, if he has management, which he obviously does, get them sacked because what are they doing? Um, or the maybe, it's though, right? it. maybe it's part was of he, it. Maybe it's part of it. Was he on the bench? No, he wasn't in the squad okay. today. Neither was in Bellet, and neither was Lascelles. That's still poor, got, but you know. Not when you get not on the you know well that's, that's, I didn't know that that's saying give me a lot that's, so yeah that yeah. I didn't actually understand what he meant by tick uh, shoot for a tick but I, I completely uh, understand no 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 next year I completely understood what you meant no worries um, good point exactly it's actually reminding me I was going to bring it up like, what is Delhi Ali doing but uh, Roy Keane said it years ago Delhi lost his hunger for the game he's finished I mean Delhi Ali hasn't been Delhi Ali for what three four seasons now it's it's time to let him try and revive his career at another club. This guy is, is he's not good enough at Tottenham. He, he's, he's for the best of both clubs. Um, sorry, best of both parties, the club and Deli Ali if he if he moves on and um, hopefully he gets a move. There's a lot of talk about Newcastle, but obviously we'll see in the coming what mm. eight days. Is there left shame, no nine days? To be a top player, you need talent, you need desire, you need professionalism, you need consistency, and he's got one of those. Mm. That's it, and he's never even found the other three. And that's, the, that's yeah. what you see with so many players that have the talent, but they just don't quite get there because they haven't got the other factors. And I do feel like the modern day, it's you get distracted so easy. You know, there's so much money coming in left, right and centre. So it's, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm crap on the field because I've got all of this. And the fact he's prioritising TikToks when his team's getting handed oh, to Stamford Bridge. It's embarrassing, like, Joe. Doing, it's, embarrassing. it's embarrassing. Like, spot on. What's he, what's he doing on TikTok? It'd be different if he was on TikTok not during the game, maybe tomorrow or whatever it's still quite bad but the fact he's done it half at half time on the game when this like something so controversial and it's so stupid what he's doing it's, it's not like he's going on tiktok and raging about the the game because yeah. that would never happen he's doing giraffe and animal filters of himself on his phone i'm not even joking go and have a look or oh, you'll get angry doing oh, that yeah but... um 25th of january today we signed no players hacking over dharma yeah we're do you know what's going to happen? I can tell it. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen now. So when's the deadline? Is it first of February? Well, it's like eleven p.m. on the thirty-first of January, isn't it? Okay, so thirty-first of January. So literally one week, one day, eight days. We're going to have signed a Dama Triore, and that is it. We're probably letting Dombele go home to PSG if they actually want him and that crew. And people will be raging. Enoch out, Levy out. It's not even going to be a surprise anymore at this point. I mean, that today shows you the golfing class between the two teams. Yeah, we got a great result against Leicester. Fantastic. Yeah, we're in a good position in the league because we've got, what, two or three games in hand. But Chelsea are night and day above us. Like, 
it, it's not. There's not even getting round that. Their squad that they the the players they can bring off the bench, the quality they have in their starting eleven, just beats us all ends up. And Conte has to get backed. And if he doesn't, this is this is criminal from all aspects of the board. I do side of the fact that obviously January is difficult to get players in for anyone because middle of the season people don't want to let people go, and obviously there's less people available. But still. I'm not. It's a difficult one, but I still stand bring a player in on loan, Joe. Bring a player, of course, bring a yeah. Then they deal with the real problems in in um in July in, in the summer. It's not happening. It, it's yeah. it's like we're sitting back, going, Conte will back you in the summer. Just get on with the um you know the the situation now. Try and get Europa League. That's what I feel like saying. I'm just not even sure he wants Adama. Like you know, they wanted him in the summer before he was even there, unless. When they were in talks to bring Conte to the club in the first place, he kind of mentioned about him. That's the only thing I can think of. But it's obviously Paratici wants him. They've got themselves a decent deal. They've obviously got a decent relationship with Wolves because they've got Doherty from there as well. Then it just, just kind of trumps everything. You spend 25 mil on Emerson and then you've got Doherty being thrown to the side ahead of him. And now you're looking to sign an Adama that is probably going to play that position. Unless they just start him further forward. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know what the plan is. I mean, there's a lot of talks about Adama as right as a right wing back, but anyway, perhaps perhaps we uh, review the transfers the time next week and see where we're at. But oh, yeah, I don't think it'll cool. be a very long video. Um, hmm. But Joe, what obviously from your perspective, your sort of neutral perspective, what do you think that Spurs need to do bar signing some players in terms of in games like? Because I don't think we played bad first off. I really don't. I think we're unlucky, obviously, 2v1-0, not 1-0 up. And perhaps we should have taken more chances. But we only had two shots in the game, I believe, maybe three. Wait, what is lacking for Spurs at the moment? I mean, whenever I watch you go forward, I don't ever feel like you're going to score. And that's Mm. genuinely the honest truth. I'm kind of thinking, where is this goal going to come from? I'm see you on the attack. And I'm like, yeah, but... You'll play out wide, you'll do something, you might get a corner, but you'll probably lose the ball. Silly, silly passes are all over the place today. Saying that, there was one really good opportunity that Hoiberg just put a bit too much on his pass. Uh, I think it was for Lucas. Was it Lucas? I don't know. But it was an unbelievable pass. But I just, I told you, you need more leaders in the midfield. Um, you need more leaders between defence and attack. I just, I just don't think you've got quality. You're saying about what the Spurs need to do. I, mm. I don't think there's a lot you can do with the quality you've got. Of the club, I just don't ever. Yeah, see, exactly. I just don't really ever trust in the fact that you're going to score when you're going forward, um, and it's just a bit of a mockery. I do, obviously, Chelsea's a hard one to assess today. Going to the bridge, you know, m- most teams are kind of kind of sit back, so they've got the pressure, and then um, go from there. But I don't know. It just kind of seems like you got your heads down. You're trying to. You kept trying to play aerial balls, and you were just getting completely cut out by the defenders that are huge. Obviously, Rudiger and Thiago Silva. Kane was up there, kind of throwing his hands around, thinking, well, what else am I going to do? He's trying to drop back to get the ball when no one else is supporting him. And it seemed like you were just trying to kind of play out an impossible game style. And it was just never... I honestly, I don't know. There's a lot to sort out of that club. But it's the same things we've been saying ever since Pochettino walked over or got sacked, sorry. Um, and it's not going to be an easy one. And there's got to be a mixture of serious backing, serious rollover, serious overhaul, serious injection of you know, identity, which is something I think Conte has brought more than any other mm. manager has so far. But it's just it's such, it's such a, a big job on his hands. Exactly. You said about that, the, the golfing class and the quality. Um, I mean, when I saw the lineup, I wasn't happy with it. Um, I know there was a few like knocks and the fact that Regulon wasn't uh, was on the bench and the fact that 
um, who else was left out? Like just the, just the fact that you know Tanganga was starting after his after his absolute shocking performance recently. Um, I mean, there, there needs to be two or three leaders in there, or at least one more leader in there, and two or three genuinely world-class players need to come into Spurs because at the moment you look at our midfield, the lineup difference. So um, Chelsea had um, Kovacic and Jorginho in the midfield, right? Had Skip, yeah. Hoiberg, um, sorry, not Skip, Hoiberg, Winks. Um, I mean, just those two against those two, it's just a bit... Chelsea a lot, are full strength as well. You know, they got their best keeper out. They got both their wing backs that are same as like Liverpool. They're major for like contributing to their attacks. They're both out, having to play mm. Malang Sar out of position to kind of cover. Kante's still not match fit. It's uh, mm. it's mad the different bums. Like, exactly. Get has got a couple more comments. He said, "We're not serious. We need certified ballers, and we're looking to sign." The likes of Trill Ray looking to let Tang Guy go. No talks of bringing in a body to replace him. For Conte to only lose a league game uh, till now shows you what a job he's doing with this terrible squad. Exactly. The, that's you got to remember the first loss in, in 10 league games under Conte, I believe. Um, and feel so sorry for Kane as well. He looks around and just sees uh, no one on his level when Sonny is playing. Obviously, we're forgetting, like, we're not really forgetting, but we haven't even talked about it. The fact we, we haven't got Son in, the, in uh, available at the moment is obviously a big blow. We don't. Because that's where we look at the goals. You go back to saying, well, Joe Lyle was saying a minute ago about where do the goals come from when you go forward, you don't look like scoring. Son is pretty much, you know, a big, big chunk of of, of us scoring. And yeah. when we're without him, it's it's like kick, kick, hit the ball to Kane and, and hope for the best, really. Um, best I've seen you play need... against Liverpool in, in recent times of how, in terms of attacking kind of threat, when you were counter-attacking against Liverpool every time, I thought there's a serious chance you score on all of these attacks. And when it was that intensity, just even just putting that in the back of the minds of like the Liverpool players, they dropped back and, and, and they reacted as a result. Whereas, you know, against Chelsea and against, some of the, against all, Chelsea in every single game, I haven't felt that at all. I really haven't seen you scoring in any of the games. So it's no surprise to me that you haven't. Mm. Exactly that. Um, yeah. Greg is saying even if we can't play top dollars uh, dollar for the players, we need to go back to trying to sign gems. Again, it's a risk. Like we've, we thought that with Brian Hill and swapping him from Lamella. Right now, I'm genuinely going to hold my hands up in the air and say I would take Lamella over Hill at the moment because at least Lamella comes on and runs his socks off. Yeah, he's, he's always prone to a bit of a, of a yellow card or two, but at least he threw his body on the line. Yeah, Lamella wasn't the most world-class player ever. Like I don't think you can brandish Lamella as world-class, but at least he sort of gave you something, an option. And, uh, yeah, Spurs lad says, I uh, hope you lads are sending a get well soon card to Silva. It's already in the post, mate. Uh, it's just a joke. You, you're spot on, though. Uh, different against Liverpool. You guys play an open game. Chelsea play uh, with a rigid back four. True, true. Um, and Kongs uh, in here, he says, uh, it isn't that we play bad. Uh, they just played better. Exactly. That's what I said. Like, Overall, in the 90 minutes, Chelsea um, were the better side. But I do have to say we were lacking class today. We were lacking that real, uh, honest, like, chance of scoring. Like, it just... we I reckon we played 180 minutes and not scored. That's me being honest. Like, obviously, the Kane ones are lucky and we that could have changed everything. But if we forget about that one, we did not look like scoring for a few more minutes, did we, Joe? No. 
You've got time to regroup, though. You're saying about what the Spurs need to do. Obviously, there's the, the break now. There's not a Premier League game until 9th of February. It's a long junk of time out. So he's going to get a real chance to work with his squad now and kind of plan ahead. If he does bring in players, there's time to get him to adapt. And you've got back-to-back home games next against Southampton and Wolves, which should both be six points you know, in total. Mm. And so that'll be a good chance and a good opportunity to build some momentum of that. You know, get back to playing well. You got, as I said, you got a lot of time. Um, after that, it's quite difficult. I know you got Leeds and Man City away, but um, that's obviously that's quite far in the future. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Um, next, he says if Daniel uh, Levy can invest some money to buy players like Adama Vlaovic and so on, and today January the twenty third, uh, he did not bring any players on it. Exactly, Daniel Levy must be sitting there thinking like he's, he obviously enjoys watching football. Maybe not Tottenham, but you know he's, he obviously watches football. He must be able to see that we don't have options off the bench. Like it's it's not rocket science. You know, go and get the money from. Enid, whatever you've got to go and do and invest in this team now because we've got the best manager we've arguably ever had, right? Like, bar maybe Bill Nicholson, if you're going to go back to history and, um, you know, Pochettino, obviously. Conte is a, is a serial winner. And we said the same with Mourinho. He didn't get backed. I, I feel like I'm repeating myself when we used to talk about Mourinho, Joe. Mourinho yeah. should have got backed and he didn't get backed. And Mourinho got his final, he didn't get his final. Some of these decisions at the, uh, the top level is unbelievable. Um, we played for a draw first half, it's okay, as soon as they scored. The fact they scored a minute into the second half just blew everything away. And then they scored again four or five minutes later. They were 2-0 up, by the way, in the first nine minutes of the second half. <laughs> like, talk about killing a game. Like, what is the point? Um, I think, you know, you think, okay... Like, forget about it now. We, we haven't got that goal. Let's come back out and try and, you know, mm-hmm. get a, a goal that's going to stand and we concede in 90 seconds. It's just bloody terrible. Um, Sorry, I haven't seen I'll, the phone comment. I'm not sure. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Uh, I think we will end up with one sign in this window. I can't see anything more happening. Exactly. That's Spurs, lad. Kansas uh, in there saying, I think Sonny is our charm. I think Sonny, just, we just need him back as soon as possible. Uh, forget the bench. The starting eleven stinks. Uh, do you think Gio and Dombele and Delhi are going? Hopefully they are. Um, echo your thoughts there, to be honest. Dombele, get him out. Uh, Delhi Ali, he's posting TikToks at halftime. And Gio also can't clear the first man from a corner. So that's the next question. Um, and HMQ says, Roy Keane came out of the closet today. Big, big respect for that. Uh, disgrace of a man. Um, I mean, he's right though. For some reason, Roy Keane was saying that it was a was a foul, wasn't he? That's what he's talking about. Was, was Roy Keane was, was saying? It was, it was I missed foul. the coverage after. Gary Neville, Gary Neville was saying it's obviously not a push. You know that's pathetic from Silva. And it went back to half time. You know, uh, you know the the Sky Sports music and Keane straight away going, oh, you know, I don't agree with Gary Neville. I've watched it back. It's not, it's not a foul. That's my best Irish impression. I won't be doing that again. And it's just unbelievable how he can think that. So HMQ, I can I can see. Um, Breaking is usually about men, men expect today. Uh, men apparently can be big flowers in the breeze. HMQ, you're on one tonight, mate. We need to get you in the stream more often on the comments. Uh, uh, we'll give you, like like Sam Fox said, uh, touch me, let me feel your body. Joe, Joe's going to implode in a bit, I think. And uh, Christian Eriksen for six months. The fact room suggesting this is unbelievable. Uh, I can't lie. Uh, Eriksen. No, you got to let him. Wait, leave you got, you got to let go. You got to let go for me. Like he, he's gone. He never wanted to be at the club after when he went to Inter Milan. 
He was, he was an unbelievable player for Spurs. But we can't be going back and replacing players. It's going back to the whole thing about replacing Bale eight years later with Bale. Like, this is the stink of this club. It is an absolute stinger. Uh, Sanchez is terrible. Dyer is okay. Tanganga not good enough. Davies terrible. Emerson can't cross. And uh, we need new defence. Uh, hopefully you agree. Spot on. I think that's how we wrap things up, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, the Roy Keane comments finished me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, thanks very much for tuning into this one. I'm absolutely still very annoyed. That's the most peggy three way of saying that. Um, oh, we've got a couple more comments here. Gio for Argentina is unstoppable, for not to- but not for Tottenham. Um, do you know what? Uh, a lot of people say that. I, I don't know the answer to that one. It is... I wouldn't say he's amazing for Argentina. He's okay for like apparently... qualifiers and stuff, though. But I'm saying, yeah, like, they're playing the like Bolivia of... and like um, yeah, you know Venezuela. South American qualifiers is completely different. It's different pace, exactly, Joe. It's yeah. a different pace of football. Um, and yeah, HMQ, thanks for bringing a bit of uh, of a laughing to the end of the podcast. Um, but guys, thanks so much for watching. Make sure you leave a like if you're new here. Hit the subscribe button, and we'll be back next week. Probably reviewing the transfer uh, situation and um, hopefully talking about some uh, players that we're going to sign. But Joe, thanks for joining me. And uh, guys, come on you Spurs. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>